In Florida Ag and Review for the week of September 12th, we had some good news for specialty crop growers. Well, it's been a good year for ag exports. We are currently experiencing the best export year we've ever had in ag exports. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, who says they expect for that to continue on until next year, especially for fresh fruits and vegetables. As USDA is forecasting exports of fresh fruits and vegetables in fiscal year 2012 to be at an all-time high of $6.9 billion up $400 million from fiscal year 2011, and about $1 billion more than fiscal 2010. You know, and that's good news for farmers and producers. It's also good news for people looking for jobs. Every billion dollars of ag, uh, ag sales exports uh, basically generates about 8,400 uh, jobs. And Vilsack adds that a good portion of those jobs are located right here in our area. The Port of Miami alone is responsible for uh, 8,400 people being to work, uh, getting to work because they're sending a billion dollars of ag products uh, all over the world. According to USDA, exports to Japan, Europe, and Canada are helping fuel the gains. And with some food safety news, Randall Wiseman had this. USDA will ban from commerce raw ground beef and tenderized steaks found to contain six strains of E. coli the department will now be testing for. The Food Safety and Inspection Service will now start testing for six non-0157 E. coli, according to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. It's estimated that 112,000, over 112,000 annual foodborne illnesses occur as a result of non-0157, twice the rate of 015787, which has already been declared an adulterant over a period of many years. Vilsack explains why USDA is targeting beef. We estimate at USDA that of that 112,000 annual foodborne illnesses, 36,700 would be attributable to beef. FoodNet has indicated in the last decade a 284% increase of confirmed illnesses as a result of non-0157, while we've seen a 27% decrease in the same period of time from 0157. Vice Chair of the Beef Industries Beef Safety Committee, Todd Allen, defended the industry's efforts to prevent foodborne illness in beef and support for non-0157 research. Allen said more research is needed on these strains and all regulatory decisions must be based on sound science. He added that NCBA will carefully analyze the new proposal and provide comments during a 60-day public comment period. And we will wrap up for this week with a very well-researched Everett Greiner. Government spending to support agriculture is viewed as a prime target by the bureaucrats looking for ways to stabilize our economy. Subsidy payments are already in the crosshairs. So is research spending. I don't think this is smart. That famine in Africa right now could spread to many other parts of the world if farm research is allowed to dry up. Now, it's a fact that if farmers were producing with the technology they had at the end of World War II, right now, half the world would be starving. Science says that farmers have to double today's production in the next 30 to 50 years if we're to avoid global starvation. Now, since you can't double the amount of cropland, research is the only way to go. I think most farmers would agree. Spending cuts are optional, but research isn't or shouldn't be one of them. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.